0: My name is Mac the Lion, and I'll be your host for this entire podcast. Black Rage is a specialized program that takes a deep dive into the psychological conundrum of cultures in general, while zeroing into the complexities of the black culture that has been hijacked and misunderstood up until now even as we try and unravel this present day narrative of an enriched race contrasted in the culturality of humanity as a whole. Just buckle up as you are guaranteed to experience something in this journey like never before. If you do find our podcast experience to be transformational, please do avail us the opportunity to remain connected to you by subscribing to Black BlackRage so that you will be notified whenever a new episode is posted and uploaded you can rate and review our podcast even as you share with your friends and family alike thanking you in advance for listening to this very episode all the way to the very end you will be glad you did please enjoy Okay, let me delve into the three layers. First of all, I talked about your life because your life is the core of who you are. Then I talked about the lines. The lines are the outlined tracings of your physicality. Then your being is your mentality. We talked about your being, be your mentality. So your life is your characteristics. Then we have your designation. Then we have the lineage. Then we have the configuration then we have your being which is your mentality then we have your parents then we have the reflection that produces your culture now i want to explain something to you under your personality there are three distinct things i have seen that makes up a person's personality first is their personality type which has to do with their disposition now your disposition contains your temperamental makeup it is actually the core of your persona that is designated to march, the purpose for which you are here on earth. Whatever is your disposition is always in line with your purpose. And that purpose always correlates properly with that which you were created for. Whatever you were placed in this earth to achieve. Whatever you were placed in this earth to achieve would always be in line with your disposition which is somewhat like your temperament and when you are not able to accomplish your purpose you end up as a failure then we have after your personality type we now have your personality traits your personality trait has to do with your very character and character has to do with your moral judgment through which you are seen in life an upright character is someone that has integrity to have integrity means that you are incorruptible that means you have integrity you have integrity which has to do with being incorruptible when someone's character aligns with who they are meant to be it places them where they have integrity and that integrity becomes like your traits so i can look at you now and say no i know that fellow no you can give him the money i know him he's a very honest fellow he has integrity in that when it comes to do with finances or you say i know that person if you put those young people in his care he will make sure the resources that are given them he will fully expend it for that purpose he will not sideline some of the money and use it for his personal uptake The reason is because he has integrity. He's not dishonest. He's not a thief. We're in a world today where a lot of people's character are highly questionable. They don't have integrity. And as a result of that, they are bad. Their personality traits are bad. Then we have talents. Your personality talent or your gifts, your personality gifting. These are your natural gifts. These are inherent abilities given you and is designated for only one purpose for either to serve humanity in form of services or to manufacture goods in order to meet needs in humanity everyone will need specific gifts talents and abilities in order for them to function proficiently so proficiency is the output of talents that have been qualitatively developed And once those talents have been qualitatively developed, they are now being exercised and used in a place of work. Like now, if you have a son, a young son, like five, six, and the boy is walking around with a plastic stethoscope and he keeps saying, I want to be a doctor. You could even boast to your friends that your son is a born doctor you could see it in his walk and in his talk he has this aspiration and desire to understand the anatomy of the human physique as much as you shout about him being a born doctor at best he has the potentials of being a great doctor but he will need to go to school finish elementary school finish high school go to college then from college he will need to get into medical school then he has to be trained by professionals in the field wherein he has signed up for and by the time he is done he will still need to do some programs because there are still layers to make sure that you become proficient because now you are dealing with lives and a mistake could cost people their lives so there's a lot of processes that have been put in place by medical training institutions all over the earth to produce exquisite doctors. So now by the time he comes out and he has all his degrees and he has finished his fellowship and now he can officially use the title of a doctor, we could say he's proficient. So the proficiency of what started out as a potential gift is what has brought him to a place where he is serving his community with those talents. So, it is not enough for you to have personality type, which is your disposition or temperament in line with your purpose. It's not enough for you to have traits, which is your character, which can become bad if you don't guard it or if you are not properly raised. Then you also need to have talents in that area. So, you may have good characteristics that are your personality traits, but if you don't have the natural talents in an area you cannot be submitted to be trained in that area and emanate to become proficient in that area. If you want to be a successful accountant, you have to have talent for numbers and being able to track down numbers. That becomes your personality talent. So let me repeat. On by your personality, there are three compartments are found in there. First, you need to have the personality type, which is the temperament and the disposition. If you want to be a sports personality, your disposition is different if you want to be a comedian. If you want to be a medical doctor, you can't be going through like cracking jokes and trying to be jovial when people are being rushed into the ICU or being rushed into the trauma center. We don't need jokes there. Jokes are for people who want to recline after a day's work or a week's work or a nice weekend, they can go to the comedy club. So that's where you ought to be. Your temperament and your disposition would always match your purpose. And every time your disposition is not properly utilized to produce your purpose, the outcome in your life will be failure. And that's why people fail. They fail because they don't understand that their disposition is a functionality in alignment whatever they are called to do now you have a temperament aside from you having the disposition of a temperament you still need to have character character is the part of you wherein you have to have specific qualities specific qualities in your personal life if you do not have integrity you will become bad in that area so you have to be honest you have to be humble even when you are successful. You have to be kind even when you have all the power. You have to be meek even when others want to prove they are better than you. You have to be quiet even when at times you are in the presence of fools who you know more than. These are all characteristics, qualities that are necessary. In the face of defiance, you have to be courageous. There are different characteristics that will become the foundation of your morality. The foundational strength of your morality, if you are raised properly in an environment, in a home, and you are told specifically, you are not meant to lie, you are not meant to cheat. There are people, if you give them the right money, they will cheat. If you go to an institution and you offer them a bribe, they will pervert judgment. There are judges on this earth that let criminals walk because money has gone through under the table to them. And because the payments have been made to them, they favor and they sell their office. What is that? That is a corruption of their integrity. So they don't have a good character. Even though they may have a disposition to be a good judge in line with their purpose, but their integrity is now being compromised because now they are beginning to take money some are biased there are people in this world people take judgment against them just because of where they are from just because of where they are from or maybe because of the area or from the class there are judges that would never rule in favor of a wealthy person never if a poor guy sues a wealthy guy the poor guy has to get paid and it's wrong because you could be rich and you are wrong and you could be poor and you are wrong there are people who are not actually harmed but they are just trying to get rich off they are just trying to get some money off people how come no one sues a homeless man how come homeless people hurt people also but nobody ever sues them because you ain't getting nothing you are not going to get anything from them but there are people that can wait for someone who has resource to come around them so that immediately they can cry wolf that they are hurt and they are suing them for 100 million u.s and they know that at the end of the day if they don't get 100 they may get two or three or settle out of court this is what they do so the lawyer will say well this is our payday because he knows he's gonna walk away with 10 20 percent of that gig now if you bring it before a judge who has a bias that everyone who is wealthy got wealthy off the backs of poor people he will make sure he gives a judgment in favor of the poor man and yet that is a clear-cut corruption of his integrity so even though you may have the disposition of being a judge who can listen but if your character is ruined then you are corrupt that means your personality is damaged so now we go to the third part which has to do with your gifts you must have specific gifts and abilities in a specific area in order for you to function aesthetically if you don't have the proficiency there is no way You could be great in that area. Everyone has an area they have been called or created or placed on the earth to accomplish. Some are meant to be doctors. Some are meant to be lawyers. Some are meant to be farmers. Some are meant to be technicians. Some are meant to work in retail. Some are good with people. Some are good with resolving conflict. Some are good with dealing with human resources, channeling and training people some are good teachers, educators, there are different departments and your gifts can only attain a place of proficiency when you have it. If you don't have the gift of becoming a good lawyer and your father who is a lawyer wants you to inherit his chambers and makes you to study or go to law school you will never be proficient in it because proficiency must be matched with inherent gifts or your potential has to be there in the first place that is the only time it can be transferred into proficiency but at the same time you could become proficient having studied something you could become an accomplished medical doctor i watch a documentary of some years of a man who is a medical doctor but he loves to kill people he enjoys to kill people and it was years later they discovered that every hospital he walked immediately a lot of people die in their sleep so how did someone who has clear court qualifications to be a proficient doctor become a killer people are killing babies every day in the name of abortion all abortion doctors did not study abortion there's no place in the medical field where you are taught how to kill you're actually taught how to preserve life But what is the problem? The problem is that after being taught in all these things, many of them have now swerved and they have now submitted their proficiency for something bad. And as a result, now they are abusing their gift. So there is an abnormal usage of the gifts that are within them, of which is producing an output that is not in alignment with the originality For which those gifts were given to them and as a result of that they are corrupt so you can corrupt your personality type and skew it and you fail in life you can corrupt your personality traits whereby you have no integrity and you become bad you can also abuse your personality gift and talent where you use it for the wrong thing there's a lot of people who are professional hackers they can sit for hours on an end looking for a way to compromise any server and get priceless information data of people and sell it in the dark web it's a business people do and some of these people are excellent computer programmers they can write codes they can create softwares from scratch they can work for some of the biggest technical industrial giants in the world and be highly paid to bring solutions they can produce chipsets and designing architectures for nano boards and all kinds of advanced mechanics but rather they choose to use their talent to steal private data and sell it in the dark world what are they doing that is an abuse they are proficient because they are good at what they were originally created to do but now what have they they have inverted it they have perverted it now they are abusing the core of who they are and that abuse is a form of corruption so they are corrupt now and i have discovered that when people are on that trajectory they struggle to come back in line because that corruption once it gets deep into you you'll get to a certain point in your life you don't know how to do it any other way there are people in many countries that will readily cheat in any setting in any election they will cheat if you provide enough money they will see to you that you win that election if you provide enough cushion for them they know what to do they know how to generate humans that don't exist stuff the ballot box they know what to do they defy their oath of office because they are corrupt their gifts have been corrupted their talents have been corrupted their proficiencies have now been perverted And now they are abusing it for something sinister. That is the corruption of personalities. I have met a lot of people on this earth whose personalities are corrupt. Some are corrupt in the area of their talents and they are using it for something evil. Some are corrupt in the area of their characteristics. They don't have integrity, so they are bad. Some have corrupted their disposition in the sense that they have skewed their purpose. And now they are failures. We celebrate success so much in our world today. But a lot of people are not nearly as successful as we think because they are filled with a lot of garbage. They are trashy in their conduct. All of this are contained in the human spirit and it will stunt your existence if you incline it to them. This is very important for a life of designation. We've been designed for something. There's something you are here on earth to accomplish. And once your disposition is failing and your character is corrupting and your gifts are being abused then you're corrupt even if it's in just one area even if it's in just misusing your gift obviously it will spread to your integrity because you have to be a dishonest person to misuse your gift for evil things you have to be a dishonest person to misapply your purpose and use it for something else that is corruptness so that has to do with personality that has to do with personality understand that personality is the core of life then we move to the next one the next one has to do with your ethnicity your ethnicity this has to do with people of familiar features emanating from a peculiar stalk remember when we talked about your lineage the lines that have run through the ages. Those lines, when closed, when in a closed circuit, forms a shape. And that shape is what brings out your eyes, brings out your nose, brings out your chin, brings out your head, your forehead, your hand, your fingers, your thighs, your legs. Everything that has to do with your human configuration, your shape or form is consistent with the ethnicity from where you're from, you most likely look like your siblings because you are all from one stalks, one way or the other, be it same father or same parents as in many cases. And the lines that are within you are meant to be consistent through the ages. But do you know that when the lines that make up who you are is in proper alignment and it runs consistently through the generation it produces virtue that's why when you come to some ethnic groups you find out that they have strengths oh you say oh you don't know those people in that town they are very hardworking, very very hardworking. the town is always clean it's always in top shape because the people are always motivated to take care of their town they see it as the environment it's something that is inbred in their psyche it's part of the belief system it's part of the ethos of the ethnicity of those people they hold hard work as a virtue so when you look at every ethnicity including the ethnic group from where you emanated from because everyone has an ethnic group You have a lineage you have a line that has run through the ages you will find that there are some strengths there are some things that you do there are some things that you do that are in line with others who are also from that ethnicity there are some ethnic groups that are very good with trading they do very well in commerce. They may not do too well in money markets, but once you bring it into goods for them to dispense and discharge and retail it, they know how to open shops and run it. It's very common in that locality. And even when they travel to diaspora and live in other ethnic larger groups in different nations, they still hold on to that core centrality of trafficking or trading because of their commercial ethnic strength. But at the same time, I need to bring something to our understanding. When those lines don't hold up, what do I mean? Somewhere along the line, just think of someone drawing a pencil and sketching out a human. But somewhere along the line, the pencil begins to stutter. The ink begins to break up. And now there are gaps in between the lines. What does that line, what does it create? It creates fault lines, creates gaps. And through those gaps, vices begin to sink or seep through vices begin to seep through see when wells are dug oil wells are dug one of the requirements that are given them is that they must sink pipes strong tough metal steel pipes right into the earth the reason is because it's not just enough to drill a hole because if you drill a hole and you don't put a pipe in it, the oil can start seeping into the fault line that your holes that you have drilled has created. And it can contaminate the water table. It can contaminate the plant material table. It can contaminate so many things. And it can destroy the ecosystem. So in order for the oil that you want to bring out from the very depth of the rock, not to contaminate the land wherein you are drawing it out from, you must put steel pipes all the way through, which guards it. So, what am I trying to say? Every time there is a break or a fault line, things will begin to seep through. Sewage will begin to seep through. Oil will begin to seep through. Things that you did not bargain will begin to seep through. A lot of ethnic groups of people have breakage in their lines and that breakage is the avenue through which vices have seeped in have you not seen that every group of people have a problem that is very consistent with them someone was telling me the other time you see if you go to that town almost everyone is a drunk then they have a problem with alcohol they never consume it to manageable levels they consume it until it literally and when they can't afford it they would drink local brew that literally is so strong it can knock them out for days, and they even prefer it. So it becomes a weakness, and guess what? That's how curses emanate. When we talk about a generational curse, we are talking about a problem, a break in the lineage, a hole in the lineage that has produced a fault line through which weaknesses are now emerging. And you will find out that it's consistent. I have been in so many places all over the earth and there is no culture, there is no ethnic group of people, there is no tribe that I have ever come to that just in a day or two, I did not find and extrapolate their weakness. It was almost instantaneous. It was almost instantaneous. In a very short while, I could isolate their weakness. In a very short while, I could extrapolate their weakness is almost automated. Why? Because they had cracks in their personality types that presented a fault line through which a weakness seeped through. And you would always know what it is. I was in the midst of a tribe the other time. I discovered that the people generally have a bad temper. Almost everyone just had a bad temper. If you tell them anything, they just explode that they don't like immediately they let you know they are never polite and they get angry very quickly and they don't also cool down in time i saw it was a problem it was very difficult to have conversations at times because now you are walking on eggshells you are not sure what you will say next and they just hit a fever pitch it's an ethnic problem it is consistent with most of them and when you leave that ethnic circle and find some of them living in other places where they are embedded with other ethnic groups of people, you would also find out they're still struggling with that. It's a fault line that they have had through their generation. And it becomes a weakness. It becomes a weakness. So it's a lot of work for them to go back and fight it. If they don't fight it, that'll be their weakness. There was a young man, I sat him down one day. And I told him, the greatness of your destiny is huge. I can see your potential is magnanimous. But I have to tell you something about your father's demons. Because I knew his father personally. And one of his problems was that it was very difficult for him to stay faithful or stay away from strange women. So I told the young man, I said, see, I have not seen you doing that already but the propensity is there why am i sure because you are your father's son the temptations will present themselves automatically the enemy of your destiny doesn't need to go far to find what to use against you your father's lifestyle is already a telegraph of what needs to be used in order to waste you so I told him, you need to watch that area. You need to watch this area. And I gave him about five areas he needed to watch, which were things I had seen clearly in his father's life. And since his father never addressed these things and didn't care to, carrying on with his life, and now he was in his 50s and still conducted himself in such behavior. Here was his oldest son, who was 18 at the time. And I told him, you are going to have the same problems because the fourth line is there. It's your weakness now whether you take the bait or not will be determined by you but you have to fight your father's demons but they are coming for you and i told him clearly he listened to me you heard me we even did some exercises together towards him dealing with those things but some of the last steps i gave him to do he didn't follow through he took it for granted and guess what today his dream has been dashed his hopes the school he was meant to attend the trainings he was meant to pass because he wanted to be a proficient um, pilot everything has been destroyed now he has started having babies that's what he's doing now he has continued where his father stopped sure enough his father had him outside wedlock sure enough he has continued where his father stopped it's a fault line once that fault line is there within your ethnicity you are most likely going to continue in it you are most likely going to continue in it except you fight it except you say no this thing ends with me so there's this line breaking which are fault lines within your personality that immediately gives you those gaps, fault lines within your character that will never permit you to accomplish or realize the fullness of your designation. Many of us are still fighting our father's demons and the reason is because we have a weakness in our body. Weaknesses are bodily. There are people they can't stay in a room, an enclosed room, with the opposite sex immediately their body begins to vibrate it's almost like i see everything and then begins to come alive which is crazy and it's not normal it's not you can't be attracted to everything that moves you say i'm just a man no you have problems in your flesh you have problems and that's your weakness and that's your undoing and I can bet you that's what wasted your father's destiny. If he didn't achieve much, that was it and now you've continued where he stopped. But if you tell yourself there is no joy to this thing and there's no accomplishment to it. I've never seen when they give an award to someone for how many women he was able to conquer in his lifetime. I never saw it. Rather I see is people say what a dirty old man because he has a weakness. Why does he have a weakness? Because he inherited a fault line a breakage in his ethnicity in my life i think i have been defrauded by about four people that i can remember and the other day i did a small research and i discovered that three of the four of them are actually from the same tribe even though i met them or would i say came in contact with me or in things i own in different parts of the world not even in the same country some were thousands of miles away not even near the ethnicity but i discovered that one singular tribe from all the thousands of tribes in the world has robbed me more than that so what do you think i will do the next time i meet someone from that tribe exactly i will make sure everything i own is on key and lock not to be prejudicial but i'm just trying to explain to you it's a weakness that is found within the ethnicity they steal they find nothing wrong with taking things that don't belong to them even when they are your friends, the relationship will break on the foundation of theft. They will make away with what is not theirs. Except they truly repent, change. Except they change. And those who have changed are those who fought back, who resisted that temptation, who held it back until they overcame. If not, you will continue in that vice and that vice will produce a weakness. This is the trap of many ethnicities. There are people and masse who have been destroyed because of their ways. There was a time... It was discovered that there were some young men in the uk that were grooming young girls and abusing them sexually they were enticing them because this were they were looking for vulnerable young girls who aged between the ages of 10 to 14 and they were enticing them with specific things little little things and because they came from homes where they own nothing these kids were drawn away And these men would take advantage of them and molest them. And when they are done, they traffic them. This is what they were doing in the UK. It became a big deal. And even though it was an embarrassment to the British society and some of the things that were happening, but it was happening. It was later found that most of those men are traceable back to a specific town somewhere in Asia, somewhere in Pakistan. Now, if you go to that town and to that village, I can bet you that more than half of the young girls there have been molested i can bet my whole life on it because that is an ethnic weakness it's rife is in them so it doesn't matter if you expose them to japan or america anywhere they are Their are men even as married men will still look for young vulnerable girls to exploit it is in them. It's a weakness. Now, no one may want to talk about it. And I'm not... You see, one thing about talking about weakness of cultures is this. Let me tell you something. You make overnight enemies. If you want a people to hate you overnight, call up their weakness. Now, they have virtues. They have strength. I'm sure that culture to have their strength, But I don't like to overdwell on strengths. Because no one remembers your strength when they want to put you in jail. I never had a judge saying, Well, this fella." Invented this, invented that. This fellow did this for you no. Know, all they talk about it he stole this, he molested this person, he raped this person, he killed this person, he shot his wife, he did this. It is the crime, the vice is what is being mentioned. And the lawyer may be trying to say, oh, he has done some good things. The judge will say, good for him. But that's not why we're in this courtroom. We're in this courtroom because he has brought injury or harm to the community and as a result I am here to pass judgment and send him away for many years to come. So he may be given between 15 to 40 years imprisonment because of his weakness. You are celebrated for your strength but you are castigated and thrown away for your weakness and the world will leave him people will dwell mostly on your weakness than your strength. And if that be the case, why do we dwell too much time celebrating strengths and we don't deal with the weaknesses? Why? You talk about how great your kid is, but your kid constantly throws tantrums. You don't know that throwing tantrums every time you don't get your way is practice. It's practice for murder. Because someday he's going to put a knife in someone in a bar when he doesn't get his way. He may come back from the bathroom and see someone talking to his girl and immediately he will pull a knife on the person and before you know it murder has been committed and one day he stands before a judge and the family say we want justice and now they sentenced him 40 years you don't know the tantrums that little boy is throwing right now in the house he's practicing for murder tomorrow it's a weakness so maybe he has a bad temperament in that area and it's peculiar within the ethnicity from where you come from that there is a lot of anger going on there so why not go after the kid's weakness now why not say hey we can't have that in this house no never if you make a fool of me anytime we go out then i will no more take you out period i will leave you in the house and you will not go to the shops with me i would even let you go play with your friends because you can't make a fool Of me outside and think i will let you back into the house with no correction a lot of mothers let their kids do what they like and they claim they love them it's stupidity it's stupidity you can't love someone and don't do what is in their best interest for in the long term if you don't go after the weakness of the child now they would eventually continue in that behavior until it gives them problems if they bring a word to you that your six and seven-year-old boy is busy trying to kiss girls in his class, what are you going to do about it? Would you say it's just a little boy, you know? It, no! That's a practice run for a potential rapist tomorrow. Because a boy of that age is not meant to be having orgies, having an urge in his body. He shouldn't. Because he has his body technically has not started producing testosterone and all the chemical enzymes necessary to stimulate but he's not meant to cuz he's not pu- he's not puberty yet but for that to be occurring that means there's a weakness there there's a fault line there what do you go you go after fixing the fault line when you see a crack in your foundation you call a foundation specialist to come and look at the crack you are noticing in the underbelly of your building lest one day you wake up and the whole building sinks away lest one day you wake up and the whole building cracks away you could literally lose everything you have in one day. And what is the possibility of that happening? What will bring about it is exactly what I'm saying. There is a weakness. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be looked into. There are people that are poorly raised because they have weaknesses that inherited. I was listening to a woman the other time and she said, He said, I never allow my kids to do sleepovers from my husband's side of the family. He said, because I discovered that they have an incestuous problem in that family. I discovered that they have no problem with cousins sleeping with each other. They have no problem with that. They have no problem with uncles getting involved with nieces. Things that are damaging to the eardrums when you hear it. Because it's a fault line. Someone started it in their generations and over time it became a fault line. So that becomes a weakness immediately the wife noticed that she said never so she takes them there and she's there with them throughout in person visible within eye range and once they are done with the visit she takes them away she doesn't care she's not impugning anybody's character but she will not ever subject her children to such an environment why because she doesn't want them to become a victim of that weakness which will not turn around and make them predators tomorrow And that conduct becomes because wounded people wound others. Hurts people hurt others. You see how it works? So the woman doesn't want that problem. But there are a lot of parents who don't pay attention to the weakness. I heard of a mother who the son killed someone unintentionally. And she felt very bad. Now the boy is sentenced and sent away for life. Was given life imprisonment. And he was an only son. And she felt very terrible. And she said the boy has never done anything like that. He's a good kid. But mom, can we ask you one question? Doesn't this boy break out doesn't this boy toe tantrums when he was a kid when he doesn't have his way or doesn't he get into some serious fights that even he himself is the one that causes those fights as kids you said he's a good kid but he has a weakness you'd never addressed it as a kid you let it be and he grew with him into adulthood and that thing was just waiting for the right time and he was in a situation he was provoked he was armed and before you know it, he used a weapon, and before you know it, he killed a man. Now his life is ruined. The changes have to be made now. If his weakness is not addressed today, if his weakness is not addressed today, it will give his lineage problems, and he will repeat the things that his father did, and his sons will continue where he stopped. Those are breakages in the lineage. Those are fault lines through which weakness think about it if you hold a pencil and you saw you use a knife or a small um, saw and saw the pencil a bit if you give that pencil to a kid and tell the kid to write after a while when they put pressure on holding that pencil it will snap because it has a fault line that's how it is when your ethnic background has a fault line that fault line will show up eventually and when it does it needs to be addressed and it's easier to fix the kid while the kid is still young that's what it means to be raised because if you allow it to continue now you have to understand something there are weaknesses that people have that inherited and there are weaknesses that people have that came from their personality so it is their own temptation meaning like his father is not a womanizer but this boy is a womanizer so that shows clearly that he himself picked it up in his own life it had nothing to do with his lineage then there are things that are present in the lineage that he himself inherited so you would always have to deal with those two directions some will come to you personally personal temptations others will come to you through your bloodline your bloodline is what forms your ethnicity people that are from that's why today you could do a dna test and literally track down your ethnicity you could literally track down the centrality of your tribe it doesn't matter where you live in the world if you go to ancestry.com not advertising for them and there are others that also do the same type of thing people may take a swab you know seal it send it to them and they, they do the test and they give them a rundown of the full composition of their dna and the tribe from where they are from if you find your tribe Find what their weaknesses is. You will understand why you do some of the things you do. Remember what I said originally, your personality is who you are. Your ethnicity is what you do. Your culture is why you do it. Your personality is who you are, which is spiritual. Your ethnicity, which is your bloodline, is what you do. There are things that are your strengths that comes very natural to you. And there are things that are your weakness that also comes very natural to you. You inherited it from your bloodline which is your ethnicity. And that's what produces the weakness that is functional in your body, in your execution. It came from your ancestry, came from your, your lineage. They are usually breakage in your lineage. They become a vice and a trap, which over time has cost or is now causing problem in your conduct and in your carriage. That has to do with what you do. Then we come to the third one, which is now your culture. Your culture is why you do what you do. That has to do with your mentality. Because culture is your mindset. Your culturality is your mindset. Your culture is why you do what you do. It's your belief system. Everyone has a belief system. Everyone has a belief system. And it has a lot to do with their traditions, which is traceable back to their ethnicity, which is trackable back to their personality. So personality is one person. Ethnicity is a body of people. But culture is the mindset of a locality which we could say the mindset of a nation. So personality is individualistic. Ethnicity is people-oriented, and cultures are national, or at least within a large swath of people. They have a belief system. There's a way they think, and as a result, that's what is responsible for what they do. So the way you think is powered by who you are, which is what moves to dictate what you do. You see how they are all interconnected? So there's the personality, which is individualistic, Then there is the culture because why you do what you do is still linked internally. See, let me explain it like this. Who you are and what you do is connected, but they are connected outwardly. Who you are and why you do it are linked internally, are linked internally. So why you do what you do is connected on the inside with who you are. And that is why you are doing what you are doing and that is how personality ethnicity and culture is all connected you see how it works please don't misunderstand this training it's very easy to understand but you need to listen to it over and over again because i'm trying to really help people i see the problems that people are facing every day and i really really feel for them it touches me every time and i feel for them because when i look at the things they are facing i ask questions why are they still facing this thing up until now? Many at times there are things they have inherited from their bloodline. It has been in their body down through their generation. When their body was being formed in the womb, it was formed with those cracks. It was formed with those loopholes. And there are some weaknesses that won't show until people hit puberty. There are weaknesses that won't show until people become an adult. There are weaknesses that show even from the first week the baby arrives almost by his selfish conduct. You could see all the trappings of a breakage in their body formation, a fault line that is a weakness that is already showing his head. Every parent has a responsibility to change their conduct and their way of life so that their children wouldn't have to deal with those things. If you give birth to a child, while you still are conducting in a behavior let us say you have a drunk mom and you have kids one or two of your kids will fall into that same vice maybe not all of them but all of them will be presented with the option some of them will look at their mom and see how getting drunk makes her a mess and say no i hate this thing i hate it i will not let it be in my life and they fight it and shut it down some will not some will see it have seen mothers sharing a cigarette with their 12 13 year olds could you believe that the mother will send the 12 year old to buy a cigarette nicotine and the mother will tell the child oh, okay buy four sticks you can take one because the girl is already smoking by 12. you say what that's it because that's all she saw growing up and when the mother leaves it on the ashtray still burning she goes there and puff a bit on it and over time she's not proficient then a time comes she's no more hiding it so the mom say yeah because when i was 10 i was already smoking so she's already on the trajectory of damaging her lungs before she's 40. so she started well ahead some will just be casual smokers some will be daily and many smokers i know smoke every single day they want to smoke every single day some can't stay in work they have to take a break and go and smoke literally they're addicted to nicotine literally And why? Because mama does it, is a weakness in her lines, and she has taken up where the mother stopped. Unfortunately, she's vulnerable to it. You have to understand what is the hand you've been dealt. Whatever family you are born in, you will find your weaknesses there. You will see it in their bloodline. You will see it. It may be things that are acceptable because that's always the problem. Most cultures accept their way of life. So you need to go to others who are outside your culture and ask them, what do you think is a problem in our culture? And they will tell you overnight, even though they have their own weakness, which they will not also like you when you call it out. But when you ask them, they will tell you on the spot because they see it as clear as day. So one of the first steps you need to take is find someone who is outside your ethnic background and ask them, what do you think? is a problem we that are from this ethnicity have and you have to address it because that is from where your weakness is from that's where your vice is from now remember vice is something that grips your life literally in the physical and never allow the value and the virtues that are within you to see the fullness of day your potential is never maximized your existence is never fully realized that which you are called and created for is never fully attained and the central reason for this is because your life is constantly going through motions, fighting this vice that has a death hold on your destiny. It's a weakness. It's a weakness. There are many I can't mention. Even when I mentioned this one, when I mentioned a place in Pakistan, I really wish I wouldn't call it because I don't want to mention any tribe or any place or any nation or anywhere. Because I don't want people get upset almost instantaneously. Now, every culture has a belief system. The belief system is what inverts them. The belief system is what ruins them, literally. Every culture has a belief system. The belief system is why you do what you do, because you always excuse it. There are cultures where people just lie. Telling lies is, you can ask them what time it is, and they will look at the time and tell you the exact opposite. For no other reason but just to live up to who they are. Now, there are people who, because they are liars and they find themselves in a working place where lying is paid. Like, for example, people that work in media have a propensity to distort the truth and tell lies to the populace. It comes very natural to them. People lie all the time, but the media are the only group that are paid to lie. They earn a living. There are people who may bribe someone not to tell the truth in a case or give a false witness. That could be a one-off i'm talking about someone who lives who's on a salary and his primary job is to lie that's what we have today in media many people in media are professionally paid liars they are misleading the society for a specific agenda it's a belief system they're already entrenched in it they believe in it they believe they are doing their world a good by driving an agenda and they don't know they are destroying themselves and they will always give you a reason they will tell you oh the reason We do this. It's not that we're distorting the truth, but you know there are some things that we believe that we need to protect in this world that is for the common good of everyone. They always have a way. You always have a way to justify your falsehoods. And it creates a belief system that is very destructive. Every culture has a belief system. Okay, belief systems are racial. You've heard of the term black culture. Why? Because black is a race of people who are descendants from people in sub-saharan africa so when they talk about the black culture especially in the context of the united states of america is an inference to those who arrived there as slaves over 400 years ago they have their belief system and their belief system powers them literally so there are things they like there are things they don't like there are foods they like there are foods they don't like there are things they prefer I've heard it being joked many times that they like fried chicken. So it's a belief system, literally. It doesn't necessarily mean any other person can en- enjoy chicken or they can't enjoy fish and all that, but it's cultural. So they believe that they should enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy fried chicken, then you, you are not truly faithful to the creed of the culture. It's a belief system. Now, there are some beliefs that are strong, like there are cultures that are productive. Like, for example, There are people I've discovered, one of the wealthiest cultures in the world. And when I mean wealth, I'm talking about actual money. I'm not talking about general, because it's a term thrown around, you know, a people, very rich in culture, just a word. They just mean that they are very cultural people. That's all just what they mean. So that's not what I mean. I'm talking about wealthy. There are cultures where a lot of wealth are found in those cultures. Like, for example, I noticed that people that are considered to be Jewish traits, they have a tendency for wealth management. They make a lot of money, but consume very little of it. They may be multi-millionaires, even billionaires. They may never own a private jet of their own. They may still fly coach because they have a belief system that when you make money, you must not consume it. You must invest most of it and you must hand it over to the next generation. It's their belief system. So they have a mentality that is not consumer-based. I have met cultures where people make a lot of money and consume a lot going back to the black culture let me not even talk about the general black culture let me talk about those who are into music or people who are artists and musicians in the black culture do you notice in a year a musician makes 30 million dollars but he tells you he's in debt you say but how you made 30 million dollars that's a lot of money for someone to make in a year and after taxes and all you find out that you walked away with as good as 27 million you pay 3 million dollars in taxes you had 27 million to do as you please but now you are in debt how by the time you begin to dig in you see that they squander resources they buy a car that is worth about a million dollars they buy a bugatti and yet in that state where they are there are billionaires who don't have a bugatti because those ones are from a culture where you make money but you don't burn it but in this culture you make money in one hand you burn it on the other hand literally it's barely coming in they even spend money that is yet to arrive in the account they go to places and they take things on credit and they tell you know, you know you know i'm good for it you know i'm good you know because that money is coming in you know you know i have a deal i've signed already and every month i get over half a million dollars from this specific avenue of cash So, you know, I'm good. Let me drive away with this car. And with the proof of that cash flow, the car is given to him, literally on credit. And when the money comes, the car owner begins to follow through to make sure he gets his his money back. Or he goes through the bank. The bank, you know, guarantees the transaction. Then the bank pays for it, then takes that money as it comes. So he has a consumer mentality. And I'm always shocked how they drop a record this year. They make so much. The next two, three years, they're in drought and they are broke. But you made 30, 40 million dollars two years ago. How come you don't have anything today? Because he's burnt up all the cash. The reason he did that was because he came from a culture, a belief system where money is for spending. They don't think of their generation. They don't think of their children. And the guy may make a hundred million dollars in his lifetime. But when he dies, they have to borrow money to buy his casket. It's a culture is a mindset. It literally ruins him from the fact that he has a belief system. Now, every culture have a vice. For example, I noticed that in some of the Jewish culture, because they have a tendency to be generationally minded and they want their children to inherit their wealth, they also end up becoming stingy without knowing it. They deal with penury, and they hoard, and they hold back. In their mind, they are doing the right thing. But in another mindset, they find out that they are very shrewd with money, and they overdo it to an extent that they don't help anyone. They don't set anybody up. They don't make it happen for anyone. They don't make it rain for anyone. And they'll tell, you know, I work hard for my money. I know how I, I did this, I did that. Yeah, the beauty of life, is to be strong so that you can help the weak. So you have to still make an avenue to help others by distribution in any capacity you can. All the money will destroy you. When you love money, it can destroy you, literally. It will cause you to hoard and can make your life miserable. Why do you think every billionaire on the earth is still trying to make more billions? And yet they are not helping anyone. Look at this pandemic that is in the world today. Most of the world billionaires made many billions, but I'm here to hear them come out and say, I'm bringing out one or two billion for distribution to help a lot of average low earning people who don't even have their jobs today so that people don't starve. They don't care. They don't care because the money has destroyed them. They are ruined. Their heart is damaged. That's what I'm trying to say. And if you talk to them, they'll say, no, people have to work for their money. I worked for mine. I know how many years I put in. Okay, let's see. When you die, you will leave all that money. Let's see whether you take it to the grave. You will leave all that cash on this earth. And your children and your children's children are the ones that will blow it. You will see them spend it. And you won't crawl out of the grave to stop them. In one day you leave that money, they will buy islands with it. Literally. Whether you like it or not. Because that's the truth. That's why a king that lived some time by the name of Solomon cried, he said, I've gathered so much wealth in my lifetime, but how do I know I won't leave it for a fool who will squander all of it in one day? And he said, so what was the essence of gathering it? If I don't even know if the next generation will utilize the resources adequately. And he says this alone is vexation of spirit and it's frustrating to think through. A lot of wealthy people are miserable. And that's why many of them are trapped in all kinds of nonsense today. They are trying to change the world and destroy people's lives with their beliefs. So, every culture have good beliefs that play to their strength. But at the same time, quite a number of them have vain beliefs. What do you mean by vain? That means a belief system that produces meaninglessness. Do you know there are a lot of things people do culturally that makes no sense? There's an adage in Africa. It says, when a man is doing something stupid, he blames it on his culture. When a man is doing something stupid, the way out is to simply blame it on the culture. The reason is because he's doing something that makes no sense meaninglessness. Meaninglessness is a life that is empty of purpose, that is void of substance. And without knowing, they do these things and eventually they ruin the core of who they may be meaninglessness, vain beliefs. And what does it do? It produces insignificance. It produces insignificance. Insignificance is when you lose significance by the reason of your beliefs. You lose significance. I've seen people who are worth multiplied millions of dollars, but they look like paupers. They dress shabbily. They look like people that don't own anything. And when you think about it, it's kind of silly because what's the essence of having wealth if you can't use some of it to at least take care of yourself and your parents to be decent they don't maybe in their own understanding they can hide their wealth better so no one will know because once you start flying a private jet owning a private airport before you know it they start looking for you and the irs wants to know how much you are really paying in taxes because you seem to be doing too well for yourself but you have to find a way to have a balanced life then you also have to give some away as much as you can you have to try or it will destroy your heart it will corrupt your character it will ruin your integrity the love of money will cause you to compromise and you will sell your soul short and you will end up in corruption and you will blame yourself at the end when your life will amount to nothing because all you did was pursue it to the end unto destruction there are people who are scam artists. Their belief system. When you talk to them, they will say, Oh, our forefathers were stolen from by these Westerners. So we are simply trying to get our money back. Really? So your broke, struggling great-grandfather was stolen by. Who stole from him? Someone who never achieved anything. He didn't have anything to be stolen from. Now nah, he was stolen from. Who stole from him? It's a belief system. So every time they are asked, every time they are asked, why do you do this thing why do you pose on the internet to be someone who you are not claiming things to unsuspecting victims who end up sending you money they always say well i'm only taking back what they took from our ancestors lies you're a fool it's a vain belief system and it's destroying your worth you only consume it upon your lust. your life is worth nothing you will never come to any significance never i don't care how much you try because you are powering your existence with vain beliefs, with vain beliefs, beliefs that are empty of purpose, meaninglessness, and it drives you to a place of insignificance. If you don't understand this, you will continue to do things in a way you shouldn't. What I am saying is what I am 100% sure of. If I want to give you examples, oh, I'll provoke people because you can't help it but mention at times some of the places and what they do. And before you know it, that group of people, who say i i i I like his teaching but i but 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 i don't like some aspects of it i don't agree with him yeah they don't agree with the part where you always stab at their weakness once you isolate their weakness they don't like you anymore i've never had anyone who celebrated and hugged me for showing up and showing them how their weakness never rather i get cursed out rather i get disliked rather they won't return my call because now I've shown them what their weakness is. So you have no friends, literally. I know it. But the truth is that every weakness is being maintained by a vain belief. Let me give you another example. There are people within a culture that love sneakers. They love sneakers. They would do anything. So I was watching on television of a time where some people were rioting. They said they were upset over something. Someone was unjustly killed, according to them. And as a result, they were rioting. But I noticed that they all headed straight down the shoe shops, the Nike shops, were the number one place that were hit because they have a belief system. That's where to go first, and they were raiding. And they saw people running out with boxes of shoes and trainers and all this. Is their belief system? No bookshop was ever broken into. I didn't see any single bookshop that was assaulted. And someone running out, yes. I've got the newest, latest book that covers all the complete anatomy of the human biological system. Yes, yes, yes. Now I have something I can give to my son to read and understand biology more. No, they never broke into those stores. Those places were safe, super safe. But all the jewelry stores, all the clothing stores, all the apparel stores, they stormed it. Why? Because of a belief system. And when you call them out, you're a racist. No, you're a racist. You must be. Why am I a racist? Because I've just called out that you have vain beliefs. That is powering your insignificance. And you wonder, after all is said and done, and you have looted every shoe you could find, and take one for yourself and sell the rest, what did he do for you? You're still broke. You're still struggling. You still owe nothing. No thief ever attains greatness. No one ever reaches their potential in life, meandering through life, catching crumbs, stealing and robbing as they girl. No one ever attains anything of relevance. How come? Because it's the same rule. They are powered by vain beliefs, meaninglessness. They place so much emphasis on things that are worth nothing. There are some cultures. People are always bodybuilding, always running, always keeping in shape. But they will never read a book. Never. You ask them the last time you read a book, it was when they were in college. And the professor said, read this book and you, your test will be from it. That was the last time you read a book. They've never read any book or any literature. They can tell you all the Instagram, tweets and quotes. That's all they know. But they can't even read a paper. They can't even read a newspaper. But every time you see them, they are walking out in the gym. You know, they are stretching themselves out and you see all their muscles. Because there's an emphasis on muscles over brains it's a belief system what does it produce insignificance i'm not saying there's anything wrong with you toning up and being healthy and eating right and jogging and all that i'm saying that when you make a culture out of it and that's all you see you will neglect the core characteristics see today in our world today there's no emphasis on integrity it's all about i'm right and you're wrong i'm in the right group and you're in the wrong group the things I believe are better than yours, that's what is powering our world today. What is the integrity? A lot of young people are encouraged to do bad things because they believe that the things they are doing will have a better outcome for our world. How in the world do you corrupt yourself and the world around you will be better? The world around you will be damaged because corruption will is bigger corruption. You will teach others how to be corrupt. But that's what's powering the world. And that's the centrality of the belief system. That's what powers the insignificance of people on our earth today meaninglessness and that's the truth there are many cultures where women spend all day looking into a mirror they will never read anything and when you say they are dumb they're upset but the truth is that the only things they know is tiktok that's the only thing they know on instagram that's all shallow and it comes back to culture remember what i talked about culture culture is appearance culture is reflection it's always what you can see how you are seen, an image, your visuality. And once you get carried away with the culture, before you know it, you will notice that it is always filled with meaninglessness. You wake up one day, you are 50, and your life makes no sense. Literally. No purpose. Nothing achieved. Because you are chasing shadows. That's it. Vain beliefs are just shadows. Vanity, emptiness, it produces anonentities. It produces emptiness it produces nothingness insignificance a meaningless existence so that's the question you have to ask yourself is this the life i want to live is this who i want to become because we are all caught up in our cultures we are that's why at times you need to understudy at times the culture that powers people you are just looking at their proficiency and say, oh, they're a gifted lawyer they're a gifted doctor they're gifted i really need to know your belief system Because it will have a lot to do with the level of significance you will offer me in the long run. Those trainings may be based in their spirit, but it may never show up in the output of what you expect from them because of their belief system. That's what I'm trying to explain. See, I can use 10 episodes to teach on this because it's so deep. But I'll just do the bit I can because I just need to scratch off on this this is something i know i could have drilled down and still keep drilling the insignificance of meaninglessness is very pervasive in a lot of cultures there was a time i had a dream and in that dream i saw people standing representing all the cultures of the world and it showed by the garments they were wearing and i saw that most of those cultures had different stains on their garment and i saw that some people's stain were far more than others I saw some their steam were smaller. Some were more. And the more it was, the more difficult it was to get it washed. Some people struggled more in those cultures to attain significance. There are people that will come and tell you, there's no one in my village that has attained anything meaningful. It's almost like a city or a town filled with losers. Literally. Why? Because they have a belief system that is rooted or protecting a weakness. Remember, your belief system is what protects your weakness. I'm telling you the truth. The why you do what you're doing is what is preserving what you're doing. Because you will keep excusing that action you're doing. Every time we challenge you and say, hey, this weakness will destroy your life. Literally, you will come to nothing if you keep doing this weakness. They will say no. In our culture, where we come from, it is normal for people to blah, blah, blah. Literally, they defend it. So, their belief system becomes the stronghold that protects their weakness so you can't get to their weakness until you change their mind if you don't change their mind you can't change their weakness they will always be weak in that area because they always defend it there are a lot of men who are sexual uh, perverts literally and when you tell them they will always say you know i'm a man what do you even mean by i'm a man even lions even all kind of male creatures don't spend all year looking for who to live with but they can't help themselves because it's a weakness. Instead of them to see there and say, yes, I'm male, but I'm not meant to constantly be looking for where to exercise my sexual prowess. Because they don't think that way, what happens? The culture protects it. And there are some places they even heal them, player, player. You know, they'll be tagging them. Useless. Because the culture is protecting the weakness. Cultures preserve weaknesses. Insignificance preserves weaknesses. And the weaknesses... Is what is now propelling the insignificance and that's why they always amount to nothing so the day they are buried they own nothing they have nothing they achieve nothing All traceable back to a corruption within them a weakness in their body and a significance in their mind so insignificance is cultural in the mind your weakness is a fault line in your body and your corruptness is a function in your spirit your personality is corrupt Your ethnicity is weak and your culture is insignificant. And that is what is producing the problem. The essence of doing this podcast is not just to talk. I'm not interested in conversations. I want to help lives. If you're interested, your life will be changed. But you need to understand there is a weakness in that culture. And it needs to be isolated. It's different from place to place. The insignificance of the belief system is also different from place to place from one place to another but at the end of the day that weakness is present so the question now we need to ask you is this how do you intend to go forward remember a tree that has ants first had a hole in it before the ants moved in ants can't drill holes they can't drill holes you see if you don't fight your weakness with every ounce of your blood it will remain because weaknesses you were born with it, literally it may not have showed up until later in your life, but you were born with it. And something has been in your body for so long, will not just quit overnight. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Black Rage. I hope you found it educative and life enriching. If you do have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us and we will get back to you. If you haven't done so at this point, please subscribe to our podcast so that you can be notified every time we post a new episode. If we have met your informational expectations in any formal way, and you feel so inclined, you can leave us a four or five-star review accordingly. Please also consider supporting this show through your willful donations, that will really be appreciated. We rarely do have so much content on queue to freely give away and enrich the lives of many people. But the production constraints compels us to source and receive encouragement towards producing many more life-enriching contents just like this so you can do so by clicking on the donate button or the link provided we really look forward to hearing from you thanks once again for tuning in and until our next episode please stay relevant